This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Okay, so we thought last week's was the cliffhanger yeah. when Roy, when Drunk Yoda gave was mercy preachers for Fargans. was climbing off, and that we may have problems docking. Remember when someone? I just want to remind people that the first of this episode was. Our biggest problem on this ship is a drunk passenger who might jump off the ship. That, that feels ep- like years ago. <laughs> it feels. Doesn't it? This show is so good. It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. I've been so- telling you to watch it for years. Well, again, like that one sissy said, I thought it was Housewives on a Boat. It is not. Yeah. It is it's- not. Y'all, this is Below Deck Med. We are reality gays. Hello. This is Below Deck um, Mediterranean. That is the worst. I don't know Mediterranean. what you're trying to do. Mediterranean. I don't know what you're trying to do. Season six, episode five, Ship Happens. Ship Happens. Um, ship Happens. Okay. You think a lot of people like on that work in boating, do you think someone who's New to shipping or yachting or whatever, where's the ship happens shirt? Because you know somebody, you know like Tommy Bahama or someone makes a shirt that says, or like in Margaritaville at Jimmy Buffett's store, you know they have a <laughs> There's ship. There's definitely a mug shirt. that says ship happens. Yeah, it happens. And it's and it's I don't think anyone who works in yachting okay. uh would do that. Mostly because they've all heard it their first year. Yeah. And uh, I think they would go, <laughs> every time. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like when uh, when people, what, what like anytime there's people find out I'm a, a vocal teacher. Can you teach me to sing? I can't sing. <laughs> How about me? I can't sing a lick. I'm like, I wasn't offering. I yes. was definitely not offering to teach it's you to somebody sing. like you just met in five minutes and they say, oh, you're a therapist. I'm a terrible singer. Yeah. Oh, I'm a therapist. You tell me, tell me what issues do I have about my mom? And I'm like, <laughs> uh, 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 yeah, there is, there is. And I think it's a small talk thing. 
But people will, regardless if I'm going on a date or I'm meeting someone for the first time or just any random person, when I say what I do, they go, oh, I'm a terrible singer. I was like, I didn't ask, but thanks. But thanks. <laughs> but but thanks. I just usually go, mm, mm. <laughs> Y'all, before okay. we jump in, we want to be, Ugh. we want to talk about real quick, we're going to be doing F-Boy Island on HBO Max. That show is dropping um, this 29th. week, actually, on the 29th. So that's going to be dropping. Is that we're a Thursday? That. Uh, it's on a Thursday. Yeah. Y'all, this week's kind of a shit show for me. So we don't know when we're going to have it out, but we are going to have it out sometime this week. That's all. It, you can thank. Thanks, quote, cancer. <laughs> thanks. Yeah, I got to go to Houston. So we're going to see how it goes. So um, that's happening. So FBOY, I also, if you're on the $5 tier of our Reality Gaze Extra Premium content, we have Love is Blind After the Altar, which drops on Wednesday. So- and Sexy Beast, which is dropping probably soon um, or already is there. Um, well, Sexy Beast aired. When I say dropping, meaning, I'm sorry, I should say they air uh, after the altars airing on Netflix. So I just want y'all to know we're doing our regular shows and then F-Boy Island and Love is Blind are double penetrating us this week with content. <laughs> and not the good kind. Not the good kind where Mm-mm. they're stroking your junk while they do it. They're just big. And you're just going, your, uh, <laughs> you're just putting your pillow in your mouth and just going and just thinking about Cheetos. It's a combination of like crying and uh-huh. wondering why I'm here. <laughs> it's all consent. It's all consensual all and up and up, but you're still wondering why you said yes. I've been there where you, there's one moment where you kind of got yourself into deep. Deep with your yep. fantasy literally they're in too deep yeah and you're kind of going how did i end up you're, here why did i say yes <laughs> this was supposed to be nice and now i regret this the moment of clarity sometimes clarity. where where you just and the world kind of stops and you go hmm didn't see this for myself <laughs> didn't see this for myself so um, anyway y'all but yes we so FBoy on Love is Blind, and you're right. We have recorded. Uh, by the time this episode drops, we uh, I think all of our sexy beast uh, episodes will have dropped on the five dollar <sighs> tier. The first one's out on the free. We though. we will say you enjoyed this. You enjoyed Sexy Beast more than I did. But uh, after reflecting on it, it's a it's a kind of a fun escapist ride, which I had lots of fundamental problems with. But if you are, if you love reality TV, you guys, you, it's it to me. It's interesting why things don't work and what should work if it's going to be a better show. Maybe you're not a nerd like me, but no. well, we just live in LA and we are in the business of it of analyzing. But I think it's, it it's interesting. It. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, I'm saying we nerd out about it, but most yeah. people are like, "Who gives a fuck, poodle? <laughs> Who gets a fuck, poods?" But y'all. Just wait till episode four when that goddamn panda shows up. Because <laughs> you're what? like, if I had a bullet, one bullet in one gun, I'd use it on her. <laughs> I think I, we haven't recorded that podcast yet, but I think we're going to have a lively conversation about it. <gasps> that you like her? Well, I just, well, there's, <laughs> I have some opinions. I have some opinions. But I've watched it all. I've, did you finish it yet? No, I haven't watched five and six. Six. Ooh. Ooh. That beast in six. Whoa. Whoa. Um he's hot. But you have to admit though, she's one of she's a very upsetting person. 
We'll talk about it on that recap. <laughs> We're going to save it for that, everybody. I hate save you. It for that. <laughs> I just want a little validation. And you won't even, you're doing the worst thing. <laughs> you're like, you know what he does, you guys? This is metaphorically, like, I'm a beetle. He flips me over my back and just presses his finger and holds me there. <laughs> and I'm just like, Dan, beetle dance. Yeah. We need to talk about this show because I'm we about do, to like y'all. slam my camp, my computer down. Yeah. So drunk, drunk Yoda Orbison. He's walking around. He's saying literally the the subtitle person. Mercy Garda Hardover. He just read <laughs> him great. for filth. Like he's yeah. saying Elvish at this point. We don't it's know. Over a head or ears. Or it's like that little on Twin Peaks that little person who had said things backwards. I contacted Dildo Swaggins. It is not actually Hobbit speak. <laughs> so we don't know what it is. We don't know what it is. Um, so he's shirtless going around. Uh, and he finally goes to bed. By the way, they, the line snaps, but Z is pretty quick on it. And he's um, like, good job, Z. Yeah. You're doing a good job. So I want to I wanna move It's not on. really about him, y'all. He no. Really, yeah, he gets drunk. He goes to bed. Um, and... Mean, meanwhile, they're like they're waiting for everybody to go to bed, but they're starting to be. I saw this because I didn't know there was a blow up this episode. I didn't know anything about it. I kind of stayed yeah. away. Um, but we started to see a little ink. And y'all, by the way, if you, I know some of you don't watch the episodes. If you haven't watched this episode, you need you, to. You need to pause us now, and you need to watch this episode, yeah. and then come back to us. This is this will go down as. One of the legendary below deck episodes in the franchise. Yes, like yes. Um, so and it's actually, one of the more like what the fuck that escalated quickly episodes. That's what. But yeah. when you think about it, they're all kind of in the kitchen and they're kind of cleaning up and trying, waiting for the guests to go to bed so they can do stuff. And like even Malia just says, kind of casually, "Lexi, you're so funny, but you don't mean to be funny, Lexi. You just, you know." And Katie's like, well, you're just so blunt. You just say what's on your mind. And she's like, really? Really? Y'all, this is a little bit of code for girl speak saying no, you're this kind is of a code bitch. saying you're a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> they don't like her. They haven't liked her since day one, mostly because she's not a kind person. No. And and I will say, I I we all know I have problems with Malia. I think Malia is, is good at her job. I'm like, like, like I'm Australian. Malia, Malia, you went Malia. 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 I think she's good at her job. And I believe she actually cares about people. My big problem with her is she's a suck up to Captain Sandy. And she kind of uses things to get what she wants. Um, I think she's a good person. Katie, I think, is great. I um, love Katie's, Katie. Katie's biggest issue is she kind of wants to be homecoming queen. She wants to be liked by everybody. She does. Um, Kate Chastain does not have that problem. Which is why she's the forever, once, and future queen of stews. Um, God, I would have loved Kate Chastain to be dealing with Lexi, Le- just spiraling. Oh, God, that would have been spectacular. Um, so they are, but yeah, they're, you're right. They're and, and then all of a sudden, Courtney, they're eating. Do you want to eat after me? And Lexi's like, I don't know. Have you been sucking dick? And she's it like- comes off like... Okay, there's no laughter after it. And I, I think that's why they said that, because she's just unkind she's, to the rest of her coworkers. She is. And so, her superiors. <laughs> y'all, she wants the world to burn. 
I, she really does. She's so she's angry. angry. Can she's I just say, angry, angry. I'm surprised she passed she has the list. psyche vow. Uh oh. Do they do a psyche vow for this? They would have to for a reality show, wouldn't they? <laughs> no, you have to pass the psyche vow. Uh, Maybe know. not. No. The people that I know, like... No, no, I'm saying she's not right. Like, she's not mentally well. Either the... And I and I think this may have started before her father died. Because I guarantee you this burn list is t- five to ten years old. Yeah. They, they And they talk about the burn list. They're... they're Malia brings it up. Yeah. Courtney's like, I have a bang list. That's, and <laughs> you I too, Courtney. Like, so does Poodle. And so... Hmm. But yeah, they even... I just stopped like, adding to it because it just... <laughs> I was using too much paper. <laughs> no. Kept running out of, kept buying all the pens yeah. in Target. The Pacific Northwest called and said, darling, can you please stop using so much paper? Our trees are really having a problem. Really? Yeah. Make it electronic, please. That's why he had to get a new computer. <laughs> it just filled it all up. Yep. Mm-hmm. Just text. Oh, one, one, oh, one, oh, 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 one. <laughs> um, so... Yeah, Court, David, and anyway, so there's a little if, and David and Lloyd are outside smoking, and Lloyd is just kind of saying, I'm generally reserved, but everybody on this boat, especially the deck crew, is wonderful. And i got to agree with him. There's no, like, swinging dicks on this crew, most no, and, probably because there's no South African misogynists. Uh, this, well, and yeah. again, I know I'm new to this season, so I know a lot of people don't like Malia. <laughs> I don't know about I don't know about Malia's past, y'all. Yeah. I know nothing about it. So she's um, she's but she's doing she's well a, for herself. This I think this she's year. a good bosun. She's very good at her job. No, she's very very good. Yeah, I think she's yeah. like, uh, <clears throat> I, it, it, you know, and she's. I'm shocked at how patient she is with Z. Still, like, I hope that yeah. ball doesn't drop. But she seems. But I have a feeling if there was another female on the crew. She would not be that patient. That's what I've heard. She's supposedly yeah. not nice to no, <laughs> especially if they're pretty. Especially if they're pretty. Later, because she's she's validated in it, but she kind of doesn't know when to let go with Lexi. But actually, Lexi just goes after it. No, everyone. she's beyond. She's she's actually beyond difficult. This Lex- is a level yeah. of some. There is something. This is probably some type of like personality disorder. This, this is, is someone who literally bad. will slit everyone's. This she is Cersei Lannister, y'all. Mm-hmm. She does not give a fuck about anyone. Dangerous for person. Kind of, very to have dangerous on your team. person. And so, anyway, so but so they they all finally they go to sleep. Katie's doing the late shift, and she talks about again, and this is. A point of contention with Lexi, she says, I did the late shift tonight. I remember doing the late shift on a boat and it was like five in the morning and I'm crying and I'm thinking, how am I going to do this? She's like, and that's why I rotate stew. So no one ever has to feel that and way. gets like, burned out. Like they're the one burned out. So meaning yet y'all, that's the way I guess normally someone who's the morning stew is always the morning stew for some. Uh, it has varied depending on who your chief stew is. So, and I um, think Lexi's been more familiar. If you're morning stew, you're morning stew. Yeah. Or no, if you're, if you're, if you're second stew, you're in the laundry. Yeah. That's, yeah, and occasionally yeah. you will be brought out to help with service or, or anything like that. That, that has been some chief stews don't do it like that. That has been more of the rule, mm-hmm. um, especially on when Hannah 
uh, was was Chiefs do these last Ooh. three or four seasons a below deck med. Ah, uh, okay. Um, but there are some chief stews on like Francesca on below deck who haven't worked that way. So again, again, it's, it is all up to how the chief stews work. And this is how Katie does it. So yep. we'll see. I like Katie so much. I love Katie. <clears throat> yeah. Um, so it is the final day of the charter. This is drop off day. What would you want to be? Sorry, gay DD. What oh, would you want to be? Would you want to be a stew? Would you want to be a bosun? Would you want to be a dickhead? A dickhead. What would you want to be, poodle? Captain. <laughs> no, let's That's say not you... even a question. Oh God, you do I already have, the have a lesbian mouth for it, and you do have the outfit for it. <laughs> um. If I had my choice, oh, Chief Stew, definitely. Chief Stew? Oh, yes. I'd rule that fucking place. They'd be afraid of me. See, I think it'd be more, <laughs> I kind of think, even though I wouldn't, I would rather be Bosun. Oh, no, it's too much responsibility. No. And you'd be really responsible for any time something went wrong because Kat and Sandy would throw you under the bus. Well, I would, I know, but I almost would rather be, as Katie mm. says, Y'all, this is true. Ask anybody in business the hardest part of their job Managing that has employees, and they're going to say HR. And Bozen usually, I haven't seen previous seats, but I feel mm. like the stews are usually more dramatic. Not than so. It depends on what re- season you're watching. Well, if you've got people like Riley uh, in previous, who was a, a deckhand, she was super volatile. And sometimes it was merited, and then sometimes she would just pop off. And so you're dealing with, and especially if you've got these like burly South African meatheads. Um, it, Again, that's why I'm fine with Bozum. <laughs> um, I would never. No, it, for me, it would be, uh, it'd probably be close, probably seconds to, because then someone, although I don't, I, I'm not good at having a oh, boss. Oh, oh, come on. You're going to be a second stew. You You're would right. Be like, I'm not you, having, I'm not good at you being You would boss. have that stew. You would get them kicked off their ship by mid tour. <laughs> um, I'm not good at having a boss. All yeah. my bosses I've ever had, I've either yelled at them or quit in a big huff. And have any of your bosses that you've had liked you? Um, they knew I was necessary. They really that didn't like me, Poodle, though. That, well, that no. wasn't my question, Poodle. Did they like you? No. You know what? I don't give a fuck if they did. Maybe that was part of the problem. That was part of the problem. I'm going to do my job. But you know what? I'm indispensable. That's all that matters. When you know where all the bodies are buried. Good luck trying to get rid of me. I'm like a virus in there. I'm like, I'm like herpes... Keep keep treating me. I'm not going away. Not going away. Until I leave on my own accord. You might think I'm gone, but when you've got a wedding, I'm just going to pop up on your mouth and say, <laughs> I'm here, bitch. <laughs> when you have to take photos. Yeah. I'm going to get up there. That happened to me. Every time I had a school fold, my fever blisters just popped up. <clears throat> oh. Third grade, fourth grade, fifth grade, fever blisters. Wow. So it's all stress. All stressed worrying about the right photo you'd get. We need to move on. (laughs) Anyway. So it is the final day of the charter, and Lexi's talking to herself. And you notice this is also a sign that this is a dangerous person, you guys. If you're around someone who has to consistently prove 
especially to others and relate to others, how smart they are or the good school that they went to or how intelligent they are more than other people. That's a red flag. And that person is dangerous. Um, Cause she says that she's like talking to yourself is a sign of intelligent people. And then, but she says, I Googled it last night for comfort because she was talking to herself and Lloyd kind of looked at her and it, it's just the difference of, I talk to myself, Poodle talks to himself. We both do that, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't sit up and think about someone catching me talking to myself seven hours later when I'm going to bed. Like, no, this is a person with that, a lot of problems. That's um, not great. When when I was when I say that, I don't say intelligent people do this. I say it's the best conversation. <laughs> wow. Anyway, wow. so Lexi, of course, is working the morning shift with Matthew, so it's going to be just great. it's going to go just swimmingly. It's be a bad day. <laughs> Um, so, yes. So, because Lexi, y'all remember Katie worked the late shift, so she's still in bed, y'all. Did you hear when she said, yeah, I got into nursing school, but then I bought three cars. It's no. like when, it's like my former roommate's like, so I sold my books for crack? It does make <laughs> me, yeah, that's true. <laughs> it is, it's a weird non sequitur, but then I it, bought three cars. It does make me wonder if she has like a bipolar thing, like if she's having some mania. Like yeah, that's a good, the, good point. feels... Or she's just compulsive. I don't know. I think we don't know I think a lot. It's like full on personality disorder. I know that. I think. I, I think I, she. You see, she wants. You see who she's gonna give you to see. Yeah, I think so too. And maybe yeah. it's too early to tell. I know some people are like, I don't like it when reality gays diagnose people, and I'm like, bitch, I have a degree. I right. can diagnose people. So that's kind of what I think right now. But this um, could change. So. Lexi basically is telling Matthew that the guests need to eat. The primary is not up. Drunky, drunk Yoda's not up. And he's like, well, I got to wait for Katie. He's like, I'm the, she's like, I'm the breakfast girl today. First of all, slow your roll, honey. Slow. Even if he is saying shit like this, it's, it's weird that she's worked on boats because the simple thing like chain of command and, and pecking order seems to be lost on her. And, I, it's it's interesting. It's just it's what it is. You know what? I was going to say this later, but I'll say it now. I think one reason why Lexi and Machu, uh, and y'all, yes, we're saying Machu because one T again. And I just want to say it's been very validating. I've had so I'm so many. And when I say so many, I mean it like <laughs> ten sissies that either left a comment or messaged me and said. You're so fucking right about a Matthew with one Tens T. Tens of people. You can never trust a Matthew <laughs> with one T. That's all I'm saying, y'all. But I kind of think Matt, Matthew and Lexi actually they're closer. a lot in common. Yeah. They're a lot. Of, they're both dealing with a lot of narcissism. And, the, and, sa- and sadly, insecurity on and a lot of their points. So yeah. he, he – um. She's He's mumbling been, like fucking more oh, under her breath. Yes. Like right oh. in front of him. God, I wish this was Ben. Oh, one God. If if he spoiler alert, if he does wind up leaving. Um uh God, I hope they get Ben to come in. Ooh, it would make my life. <laughs> anyway. See. So so Lexi, she he's he said, you know, Katie's asleep. And y'all, the atmosphere is absolutely chilling between these two. Yeah, yeah. And she even says he's like a little boy, and he's trying to have power over me. And I'm like, he does. 
does. Girl, he, he does. He outranks you. He outranks you. He's the chef. Like, even I, it's, this is my first <clears throat> season of this. Y'all, I've only seen three episodes of this world. And I know. You get the pecking order. He he outranks you, bitch. Yeah. Like, what it's, you gonna do? It is it is kind of I mean it's it's not not necessarily that not that they're under him he just outranks them and what he says because actually he is in a way the most valuable person on the ship because it, he's the hardest to replace. And she's literally in his kitchen. Yeah, yeah. It's when you're in the galley you don't really can't when really you're say in, a lot. Y'all guess what? When you're in Poodle Sex Dungeon, you don't get a say. <laughs> My you rules. Get a, you get a safe word and that's it. <laughs> and I tell you what it is. <laughs> and you better hope you it's don't have bamboozle. a ball gag. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> didn't hear it. I didn't hear it. So, um, and but here's the deal. Mechi was like, there's a problem with Lexi's and I, but guess what? My superpower is annoying people, and I'm just going to piss her off so that way Katie will never put her with me and Lexi doesn't ever want to deal with me. What a useful superpower to what have a- in a work environment. <laughs> it's, so, it's like you want to feel sorry for Machi, and then you go, oh, wait, he's an asshole too. Oh, yeah. No, he's a total jerk. Like, just he's, – He's, he's, he one, of the, he's one of the worst people to work with, y'all. We all know – if you've worked in restaurants, not even with chefs, even like general like like managers or 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 just like even like shift leaders or something like that, anything like that, you know these people out there. They're trying to show out, especially throwing out oh, sexual stuff. Do we you, all know a Matthew? Who, who would we, you stand, co-workers. Lexi or Matthew? Who would I stand? You pick a side. No, I refuse. <laughs> They're both awful. They're both pretty awful. No, there's. I don't. I don't. I don't. I'm not going to get into your head games. Um. <laughs> so he served these people, and because Lexi was in the in the room bitching with Courtney about Matthew, yeah. and and he's like, no, I just served him. It's fine. He's like, you could have radioed me. He's like, no, I just wanted to serve the guests. And that that is just pissing her the fuck off. Which he did that not because he wanted to serve the guests. He wanted to do her job. Because, y'all, the thing that Matthew can do, he's a good cook. Yeah, he knows it. People fucking love his food. So he wants to go there, show his face. And do you know how he felt, how good he felt in that tip meeting when they went on and on about his food? Yep. He's just metaphorically jerking off all over all and of them. And Lexi, though, tells Katie... Have she's some like, bechamel. Have some bechamel. <laughs> Lexi tells Katie, she's like, look, he's off. Like, something's with him. He's off. She's like, don't put me on breakfast or I'll strangle him. And Kate, Lexi, Katie... <sighs> she kind of goes, uh, she's like, That's what did I walk into? So Lexi says that Katie doesn't try to deal with her and mate you, and that she's um, she says that managing is not her strong suit. Do you agree? Well, I I said earlier that Katie kind of wants to be liked by everybody. It's the homecoming queen or Miss mm-hmm. Congeniality, at least. Mm-hmm. Um, but this, if if Matthew went to Katie and said which is what he should have done and said, there's a problem with Lexi. I'm going to need you to tell her to blah, blah, blah. I think she would have done it. But with Lexi going to Katie about Matthew, what 
what is she going to do? So the second stew can't ever interact with the chef. It's, it's, it, unfortunately that's, that is the problem does not work both ways. Well, I think what maybe Lex, I agree. I think maybe what Lexi, the deal is, is Katie can already tell Lexi's psycho. Yeah. Like she already knows that. So maybe, but in a position, you know, if somebody came up to me and said, you know, someone's mental, if I'm on breakfast, I'm going to strangle him. Then I'm going to ask what specifically happened. Right. So that way I can get detailed information. So maybe Katie should have done that, but I kind of think Lexi's saying she's avoiding it. I think she's trying to avoid Lexi because she doesn't know how to handle right. her crazy y'all. And that's, well, Lexi's one of those people you could wipe her ass and say, Oh my God, I'm so sorry. Or you can completely ignore either one's going to make her crazy. Katie says they need to work through their differences. And here's why the, she says Katie, that to us. Yeah. Katie, Katie's not a typical chief stew because previous chief stews, um, Kate, uh, Hannah may have passively aggressively avoided it, but, they would not – Kate would have just said, no, he's the chef with a very just like like just steel face and said, no, you just need to go do that. You need to learn to do that because that's Kate. And they – and both stews by now – we would we're, we're five episodes in. Both stews would already resent Kate <laughs> because that's what happens. Yeah. Um, so to be a woman, especially in charge of two other women below her – and unfortunately, they're kind of around the same age, I believe which is even harder. So there's not a seniority of age. So they both have to work. Katie is having to work very hard, especially with a personality like Lexi's, not to have her go off. So I think Lexi's already said that she's used to Chief Stew's being a bitch, being awful. And so this is a different thing for her. So I, I think she, she expects a Chief Stew to act like that. And when someone doesn't, she doesn't know how to do it. Doesn't know how to, to deal with it. I think you're right. Yeah. Look at that. Um, so then there, uh, the fire alarm goes off because they, and that's where the, we, we get the title of the episode. David is taking a monster shit and is spraying deodorant. Did, okay. Did you get that? Because they, you see that like David's in the room, but you no, just, I, they always have them in- shitting. It's a, it's a thing. See, I'm not used to this. I thought he was masturbating. No, they always have them shitting. It's always. I, I yeah. thought he, because he was going like, oh, and I totally thought no, it's he was him. jacking off. It's, it's, there's always someone who takes a really terrible shit. It's usually one of the decades and people complain about it because it's such tight quarters on the boat. It just, you smell it everywhere. Wow. Ship happens. listen how funny i am um anyway so uh lexi is already keeping up starting more shit about katie is just gonna play innocent this is bullshit she's like you're choosing both sides you're pretending to have our backs you don't have our backs y'all lexi poodle and i've talked about this before y'all lexi is one of those people and it's actually so is made too but lexi is one of those people who all when she gets angry she says you don't respect her it's all about respect Y'all, Watch out with you, that. People that say they always aren't respected usually are narcissists and yep. are probably pretty toxic. Or you're disrespecting me. Don't. Yeah. Um, how could you disrespect me and all this kind of how Because could I'm owed a certain type of correspondence with a given person. Yeah. 
Yep, I agree. So the next thing, Captain Captain Sandy is playing with children, and it looks about as natural as me playing with children. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, like, yeah, you found me. <laughs> or remember the remember the remember the abominable snowman and rode off the red nosed reindeer, the cartoon. Yeah, when like he like put the star on top of the tree. It looks about as natural as that. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Bless her. So they uh thank God they're leaving. Can I of ask course. You, what does the what? What does the captain do? <laughs> but seriously, like is no. she just up there steering the ship? Yes, and she's every every job has to have a C- CEO. So and a lot of times They've they've worked hard to get there, so there may not be a lot of daily work, but the decisions they make, I'm sure there's a lot of nautical like mapping out and deciding about the weather and making making big decisions with the first officer who we never really see. Um, the okay. first officer, second officer, and all of that, and the ensign. We all never really see yeah, that. Yeah, I never see that. So we never really see the engineering side. Okay. But it's for a good reason because that's very serious. And so I'm sure she's qualified. I'm no, I didn't mean that towards yeah. her. She, it was just we. I was more curious. You're I like, does she world. normally play with children? Like, what? What do they do? And so, and I guess, I guess any boat captains, let us do what you know. Yeah, Maddie thinks she don't do anything. No, that's not what I said. <laughs> I We're gonna get wanna, some angry captains. I kind of want to go on a boat after this, not necessarily with you. Or if it is, it's a very big boat. Ooh, I want to, let's take a below deck cruise, y'all. Because y'all gonna have to pay for us though. If we do a We're small, not, if we do a small boat, Poodle will take a dump in my bathroom <laughs> and cause a fire. And then I won't I'll even flush. It, and I'll have to deal with it. <laughs> and you'll walk in and you'll see me, and I'm like, hey, <laughs> exactly, just sitting there, and you're like, what are you doing? And it's already happening. So yeah. I'm just staring at you. Like my um, my youngest nephew will just you'll open the door if he's going to the bathroom he'll just stare you down and just laugh at you. <laughs> wow! While okay. he's taking a poop. That was an image. <laughs> I'm scared. Let's move on. So y'all, they have the tip meeting, and again, the Orbisons are like that food was fantastic. You're yeah. the MVP. You're the shit, they man. They get a tip that's seventeen, set almost eighteen hundred dollars each, almost, and basically. Then and Sandy's like, enjoy your night because they have like 36 hours. They have like a good like day and a half of off. And y'all remember, they have like a day and a half off. They have a long yep. time to be off. Matt's so excited because he's going to plan his menu. I'm such a planner. I do all this. Sandy tells him. Can uh, you get crew lunch ready? You got a good crew lunch. And he went, what? Again, y'all, I'm only. He's been epi- told that. I'm three episodes in. I get if you're the chef. You need to make lunch for the people working. Yeah. Well, guys, it's a very and, big deal. Yeah. I, mean, I feel like it's like at summer camp. Like yeah. when you, like when we, y'all, when we have like a day, you just, that's what, you, that's part of what you get paid for is to be. Yeah. Fed. And usually it's not like a meal that you're going to get for, it's not going to meal for like charter guests by no means. It's, you know, but it's still going to be like for me as a musician, um, a lot of times if we do gigs at a restaurant or a thing where they serve food, they will do a um, 
kind of cast cast dinner, and they'll already they'll just put it there, and it's just like well, usually it's a little snacky thing, but it's especially if you've been there the whole day. Um, yeah. It's very very common, and for him to do that really shows you how self centered and how he thinks he's above everyone else. He does he doesn't even need to think about them? I'm he is the star, and they are his similar. supporting. Yeah. yeah. Um, y'all, I really hate him. Oh, I hate Ugh. him too. They they just made paninis and a salad. And of course, Malia, this is why, again, I don't have previous experiences, but I'm going to say something and people might come for me. At least after this episode, I kind of love Malia. Because she'll, I love... You, you'll, just wait. Just you wait, Amber Higgins. She'll, she'll, show, she'll, show her, she'll show her true colors near by the end. No, she's, okay. she's doing all the right things. I, I'm saying... As as someone who's do, doing a job as Bosun, she's great. I, I'm saying she's up there with like Eddie, especially maybe not the earlier seasons of Below Deck, but um, but she is she's really good. She's really good in a crisis, and she even saying, "How can I help you with this? Yeah, How that, can we help you, Matthew?" And he's like, "No," and he's kind of trying to spin and be like, "No, it's fine." And she's like, "No, listen, we're fucking going to help you. How do right. we help you?" He's like, it's so fucked up. I have to do this. I have to lower myself to cook for the crew. And so he cooks. He finishes, y'all. He cooks lunch for them in two hours. And he's like, that's two hours I could have spent Ugh. prepping. I'm telling Out y'all. Of 36 hours. You, we all know this person. And they're exhausting. And if you have to work for this person, I'm sorry. Because I, I, that's bad. And, and yes, he has a hard job, but I don't know if it would be considered any harder. Y'all, the stews are working their asses off going up and yeah. down this fucking boat like fucking Anson and Anhill. Well, he's been praised for so long saying he's good at what he does. And so what 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 you expect from people um, changes. David tries to call. Yeah, David tries to call me. He's like, I'm he trying is, to call me. He is the sweetest man on that boat. Him he and is. Lloyd both. And Z. I love all of the deck They're crew. Great. David has a cute ass too. I know. We're going to talk about that. Um, so I liked it when my favorite moment of the show was when he's like, listen. And, and, and Malia said, no, you listen. Yeah. We're going to help you. Regardless, yeah, let us fucking help. Um, she is. I will. I. I have never said that she was not good at her job. She's very good. She's a very good bosun. I'm just saying, as a person, you can't really always trust her. Yeah, but I yeah. know a lot of people don't like her and Sandy. They so. they people loop them together in the same. I don't. Um, Sandy. I reserve a whole type of other disdain for Captain Sandy. Um, mostly because she's such a fucking camera hog. And just like this thing with playing with the kids and like holding kids. I'm like, you're holding that like it. You're holding that child like it's a sack of potatoes. And like, when can I put it down? Mm. Yeah. Is she married? Yeah. I wonder what her wife's like. Her wife is pretty. Well, yeah. Go. Wife kind of looks like Malia. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. You said that like Bar- you're Barack Obama. Wife kind of looks like Malia. 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 Sasha. Malia. Uh, Michelle. Mm, everything. Then I go oh, golfing. Oh, Caesar from Ninety Day Fiance. Um, God. So they're eating. They're eating lunch, and and he and it, she basically asks, "Oh, you're a, are you a crier?" And he again, this like this same persona is like only during sex. Everything is to keep it 
And Malia's like, gross. Y'all, this is an HR. This person's an HR, HR nightmare. 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 <laughs> um, yeah, he's. Uh, so Courtney yeah. asks, is that placenta? <laughs> Plamenta? Yeah. Oh, polenta. Quick thing about Courtney, because this is going to come up later. Courtney kind of talks about, she calls her mom. Her dad is, has Alzheimer's, and he's had it for a while now, for about two or three years. Yeah. That's just going to come out later when she gets Seven strong. years, actually, I believe, she said. It was seven. So, which Alzheimer's is seven horrendous. horrendous. Seven. Seven. Horrendous. Seven. 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 <laughs> yeah, kind of the wrong time to make a joke after Alzheimer's, about seven. You know, too, too soon. <laughs> I do what I like. I just read the room. I read. I read the room. <laughs> no, it's Alzheimer's is absolutely awful. It is. I'll. I. Um. We went through that with my great great aunt, uh, and it was really hard to watch because we were like her favorite nephews. Oh. And there were time we had to. I was. I was. It's like eight or nine, and my mom said, "Remember, tell her who you are." And I would say, "Why does she never remember who I am?" And it, and my mother was my mother. I remember my mother started crying when I would ask, "Why doesn't she? Why doesn't Aunt Jane remember who I am?" Mm, you just don't know. Um, it was so. It was. It was. It's kind of like Courtney says. It's like someone's dying in front of your eyes, but they're still uh, alive. Yep. Ooh. Yep. Anyway, y'all, they are going all out that night. We're night out go. number two. Number y'all again. This is the third episode. This is only the second time they've gone out. It feels like months we've been on this boat. <laughs> well, and that's I don't mean that in a about- bad way. I mean like just it's been so much, especially yeah. with that do first you, charter. Do you know how long these charter seasons are? What are they like? Six weeks. Six seven weeks. Yeah, tops. And that's why, and that's why the show is just nonstop because that the that that's why the editing and the story, the story storylines they are just because you compress everything in that small amount of time. Mm-hmm. That's why the show is fantastic. The no other show on Bravo is like this for me. It's mm. just so good. So they're in Sibenik, which I guess how you have, how you say that. I want to go to Croatia. I, beautiful. I would just do really well in the Dick Riera. You would. Um, and do you notice that Matt I think made it's you... gay friendly? I bet it is. Yes, yes. Yeah, I think it is. Parts of it. Matu just orders a bottle of rosé for himself. It's like, someone's getting wasted. I'm going to shmammer tonight. So Ma- all- Matu is one of those guys who's about four years behind on all his cool references. He is. You yeah. all know that. And you, what's yeah. up what's up <laughs> you know what by the way we almost forgot before we jump into the dinner and the party we're gonna take a little break and we'll be mm. right back if you're struggling to lose weight you've probably heard about weight loss medications like wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you meet plush care a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. To all our queens, to Caitlin and 
The Canadian Sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the song Finch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Song Finch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Song Finch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of -of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. Have hope and find your happy Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners We know you get tired of waiting Reality Gaze is coming to you So no more complaining To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself Never be ashamed To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself, never be ashamed Have hope and find your happy Have hope, have hope Keep going, queens Sibling fights are unavoidable But what if every fight you had Was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's talk about Lord Fussy. 
Lord Fussy. What's your sign? What's your sign? Oh, God. What's your, that's how I know. Scorpio. We get freaky. That's like when I was, last time I was at a sex party. And everybody goes, huh? Huh? Because Lexi asks, where did you meet your ex-girlfriend? We met at a sex party. You already went Did you like tell you I went to sex parties? And you can like tell people even before, jerking off, y'all. He's just simmering. He's yeah. sitting at them, and you can tell he is just simmering rage, and he's so mad at them because he had to feed them all lunch. Uh, like the last time at my sex party. So yeah, he just <laughs> like that. Apparently, that's what he's going to talk about all the Someone time. Someone get me a hooker. Somebody get me a hooker. And Anybody someone- know a good? Sex party, and he's kind of <laughs> like your drunk Uncle Jerry talking in the corner about how he used to have sex. I have with, so many accomplishments, so many to work so hard in my life. Everybody's kind of talking over him and just trying. Like Malia's, like saying, "David, I'm so glad you're talking more. You were so quiet the first dinner. I couldn't perform very well at my first sex party. Okay, Did David, I tell you, I've been gla- to sex parties. David, I'm glad you're here. Um, and. Then he starts talking about masturbation. Yeah, some, I guess I just need to jerk off. I haven't jerked off in a couple of days. And Malia's like, stop. Shut Matt, the fuck up. Just yeah. stop. Shut up. And then he keeps on going. And even Katie's like, yells, Matt, stop, stop fucking saying this. Yeah. Like, it's, this is, y'all, it's a, like, it is, this is not even borderline. This feels like. Sexual harassment. Yeah, it feels, about it's this. really inappropriate. It's really inappropriate. And that comes from people like us. <laughs> yeah. Yes. 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 That would, me, it would be me like saying, you guys, I got to tell you about this guy's dick I sucked last night at this party. And, yeah. and then I went, it was about seven inches long and went into and then and then but for some reason even that's less offensive than what he no, was saying it's the way no it would be it's kind of like i mean maybe people have been listening to our show actually on speakers at work and you got written up in hr if you've gotten written up by hr because of our podcast come at us let us I, we, know i'm sorry i'm sorry put on one your woman earbuds. one woman did get a talking to from her boss because she was always laughing at her desk <laughs> You know what? Normalize laughing at your desk. Hey, the people should be happy when they bark. Fuck your boss. Fuck your boss. Fuck your boss. No, don't fuck your boss. Don't fuck your boss. But you tell I your speak boss from experience. <laughs> Wait, um, so even though your boss has hated you, one still fucked you? So Courtney, <laughs> they're at the they're at the they're talking about it's it's this everyone's talking about don't do this. And he's like, I pride myself on how nice, how clean I am. Fuck you people. Fuck you people. He just gets up and leaves. And even David is trying to say, Matt, calm down. Um, and Katie Malia's is like staring daggers at him. Daggers. Malia's like, keep, let's keep Matt on his positive level because that's what we have to do to get through this season. They and all Matt, know that. Matt says, I'm proud of myself. I'm proud of how nice I am. I even have a t-shirt and it this says I'm a nice guy. Nice. And that just because if you get a t-shirt, it says you're nice, then you're nice. I'm clean. You know where, you know where people are nicest? You know where the people are nicest? Sex parties. Sex parties. <laughs> when someone pisses in your mouth, I say thank you. You know why? Because I'm nice. 
when somebody puts that puts that I don't Snitch know what it's party. called because I'm personally not into that, but when somebody puts that metal thing in my urethra and hits it, <laughs> I'm sounding. Not, they call sounding. it sounding. When they sound with me, I'm Carl. What the <laughs> fuck is sounding, Carl? They're talking about some. But I'm nice. I'm nice about it when they sound. Yeah, that is a thing, y'all. Just because we're your sex educators, it is a phenomenon of something with like a metal tube or something where you put it in your urethra of your penis and it's sounding. That's what it's called. I know I don't want to do it. I know. That makes me squirmy. So they are. Sorry. Z then gives Courtney a lap dance, and it's really cute. Yeah, because Maytu is left. He is left. We don't know he's what he's doing. He's packing his fucking knives, y'all. Well, yeah. He's hit every GoPro he can. He's he's taking yeah, lessons let's just from Housewives. Yeah, and he's like, and he keeps looking in the camera and saying, fuck you all. Fuck you all. You see my shirt nice? that says, just be nice. I'm sex nice. party, sex party, sex party. Let's talk more about Dave and less about me. Yeah, y'all, he literally said, he is a fucking Dementor. He's like the Lord Voldemort of fucking shipping. Right. So he leaves, and then one of the one of the engineering crews says, Jake. One of the engineers is like, are you leaving? He's just going to destroy more shit. He's like, can you not destroy the boat? How about, about, bro, can I help you out? And he helps him off the ship. Y'all, you're hearing it here first. I think he's going to come back. Um, I just I have a feeling. Think, I I've, think he is too. I have a feeling this was a drunken thing. Um, and also, Captain Sandy knows what side her bread is buttered on. So until he endangers uh, or provides really sloppy food or endangers the the crew, then she he, then he'll be let or go. Or unless unless he comes back and Malia and Katie say. He really made me uncomfortable with the type of he's going. I feel like he's threatening on the ship. That's what they could do, and that would get him kicked off. Kevin Sandy, she would give him another chance. That's I love how they cut to her literally her door, and she's snoring. I am shocked that the the engineer did not wake up Captain Sandy. I guess she can't do anything. Maybe she's maybe she eats the first person who wakes her up in the middle of the night. How? Do you want to be the person that that just, you know... She just envelops their head. Hey, hey. Captain Sandy. Hey, Sandy. Hey, Sandy. I'm not ready to see people. Okay, 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 okay. (laughs) That's kind of how it goes, (laughs) y'all. Unless you're Megan Fox, don't come in here. (laughs) (laughs) Or or Paula Poundstone. (laughs) I don't think she is a. Uh, a I don't think she is probably uh, an example of female or lesbian uh, pinup. Depends on what you're into. Depends on what you're into. That's who, I guess so. Different strokes for different folks. So uh, they are. So he leaves. You guys. That's that. And they're they're basically they're still partying out. He's gone. We don't see the um, rest of the episode. They're all the cast are talking to their parents but for some reason they do that when they FaceTime with their parents when they get I mean, wasted. Z and Courtney are flirting. You're like you were saying, Z's giving Courtney a lap dance. But only yeah, when they're drunk. They all get drunk and they start to call their family. Poodle, do you call your family when no. you're drunk? 
No. Either. No. Well, no, no but I've called Maybe my, they missed them. I've called my brother. But I've never called Have you ever called your You've called your brother when you're drunk, haven't yeah. you? Yeah. But I would not call my mother or my father. No. No. Because do you know what Poodle would hear all the next day from Mother Poodle? Oh God. I didn't know where you were, but I hope people weren't looking at you doing that. I, I can't believe you would do that. I hope you didn't make a fool of yourself. I guess I'm glad you got home safe. <laughs> That's what she I just worry about you. Do I need to come out? There? Do you have a drinking problem? <laughs> she still thinks I smoke. She does? She still thinks, yes. Um. Anyway. Lexi, y'all, whether it's the alcohol or something, she says, I'm turning evil. Oh. I'm turning evil. We we don't even know. Like, this comes, it's it comes zero out of to, nowhere. Zero to a thousand. It's, it's just, she's, it's weird because she's, she's talking to Courtney in the, ba- well, first of all, she talks to Courtney in the bathroom and her and, Courtney really kind of had this moment. Courtney's crying because she's talking about her dad. Lexi, by the way, Lexi never says, I'm so sorry about your dad. She just says, well, my dad died my four dad months died ago. My dad died four months ago. So she does kind of make it like, you have pain, but I have more pain. Lexi really, she does. Lexi really should have a shirt that said, my dad died four months ago. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> if you look at that, if you watch that again, because I actually did. Courtney ends up comforting Lexi. Yes, Lexi, you're exactly right. Lexi never comforts Courtney. I just want to put that Amen. out there. Y'all, so, there, okay, can we talk about this? I don't remember. Did we, Poodle? We had, y'all, this, I think why I like this show, because it reminds me a lot of summer camp. And as a lot of you know, I went to summer camp. I I poodle and I really became good friends at uh, being counselors at a summer camp. I ended up starting a summer camp that I now don't work for, but volunteer. For. So I love summer. We camp. should get you a shirt that says I started a summer camp. We should. I, or, <laughs> I love summer camp. I that love camp. But did we get this drunk when we were in camp? I feel like we didn't. Uh, yeah, we did. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Remember. You humped a traffic cone. Okay, point made. Yeah. Point made. I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah, we did. Because I did. We did. Yeah, we did. You're, I guess you're, you're just- having to let go, and you don't yet know your limits, and you kind of think it's fun to push beyond your limits. Oh, I, this um, just made me feel ill watching this now yeah. at 40. And also, remember that most of these people are in their 20s, and yeah. so they're pushing. They're, they're still trying to figure out who they are. And alcohol allows them to be whoever in that moment, whoever they want to be really quickly. And they just, you just don't have that switch that goes, uh Oh, <laughs> now, now, now we all, we all know that point when you're sitting there at a bar and you're have you've had like three drinks and you have another one. You go, uh Oh, I wish y'all could see Poodle's uh-oh. face when he says, uh Oh, <laughs> and you went, this is not going to be a good night. <laughs> Because you're already thinking, I'm going to say something. I'm going to write a check. My mouth's going to write a check that my ass cannot cash. I am already aware. I'm about I'm gonna, to go into drunk debt. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to mouth off to someone. And you've seen me. I'm going to mouth off to someone or say something or make out with someone in front of people. 
and 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 a little bit of me is aware of that and I'm like okay here we go <laughs> and nowadays I know if I hit that point you I leave I leave immediately <laughs> because nothing good's going to happen <laughs> the good thing too is when you're past 40 is you have two drinks at a bar that third drink if it is strong to me is going to send me over the edge. So now I know yeah. I just can't drink as much as I used to. So now I know that two is good. If I'm going to have a night, three is sometimes doable. If I change up when I'm drinking, if it's but lighter. But you also know you're going to feel like shit when you drink yeah. or drink tomorrow. You're going to feel bad. Four, four, four drinks. Ooh, I'm going to do something I regret. That's where gonna, we are. And you're going to throw up. I don't do that as much anymore. That's oh, a five I drink. Do. I I yeah. will get. I'll throw up now. I'll be hungover after four drinks. Oh. It's, I know. I I used to be able to fucking drink like a fish. I just can't do it anymore. That's okay. I know. So we should probably say trigger warning if you're sober. We just talked a lot about drinking, <laughs> but you know, <laughs> maybe we should. Well, you know, we we we. That's been our experience. No, that was. I was talking about my experience, and I think yep. that's a good whether you're. That was a good. You made me. You made me remember. There. This is what you do a lot when you're. This 20. is what you do. You, you put a good thing on it in that it's. It is like summer camp or like summer school or something, y'all. Because you're still this, figuring yourself out. Yeah. But you're in this pressure cooker where mm-hmm. you don't. When we were counselors at summer camps, it wasn't like a six-hour day. You're working like you don't just teach your class. You got to teach your class. You have got to cover. Sit at the, the table with the kids. You got to sit. It's a sixteen. Yeah, our day, and you're exhausted. You and you just want to be with people who are like you, and you want to have fun. And you don't want to talk. Yes, and you don't want to be a teacher and be on in that way. Yep, totally. Yeah. Um. So they are. Um. They're on the way back, and Courtney kind of is on is on Z's back, and he falls and bloodies his lip, and they have this little this sweet moment in the in the taxi where Z with oh talks about his. Don't forget, you didn't forget. Y'all, they they pay the bill. Oh, and how did I? I didn't write this down. But you keep know, going. Sorry, I don't think I wrote it down. I just remembered it actually too because I didn't write it down because I was staring at. I my was TV confused. Going, what is happening? Y'all, this is hashtag classic Lexi. In that she, we need to put a shirt on that. She makes nothing, something out of nothing. Y'all, they're just paying the bill. I guess Courtney paid just Lexi was in the bathroom or I don't know. Lexi was indisposed. So I guess Courtney or Malia just paid Lexi's part and Lexi paid them. And that's where Lexi starts going. Now, now I don't owe anybody any, I'm smart. I'm smart. You're like, and she tells Z she's like, she tells Lexi or Lexi tells Malia. She's like, Tell me what I owe you. And Z's like, well, I think you paid. She's like, no, no, no. Don't make me be a bitch. Don't make me be a bitch. Can we can we compare degrees? Can we compare degrees? Because I have a degree that I didn't do anything with because I bought three cars. But I have a degree. And <laughs> Courtney's like, I paid for you. And she's like, okay. And that's when she said, she walks away and she says, now I'm turning evil. They... They are humoring her like nobody's business here. They're, I honestly think they're being way nicer to her. They because, are. Because they're on camera. 
True. Well, but no, you haven't seen previous seasons. If someone exhibited this kind of behavior, someone like the last couple of seasons of Below Deck, they would call them fucking out on it. Yeah, you don't know. Someone, especially people who've been on it for a while, this is a relatively new group of people. When you've been on the show for a while, you get very, very comfortable with taking people on because you know you've seen it, you get okay with it. I just think it's, yeah, I just think it's a difference of, like, I think Z is handsome, but let's just be honest. Like, Courtney, uh, one of our sissies mentioned this. They're like, hey, hey, reality gays, I know you guys are really fucking gay. Like, they said this in a positive way. Like, you're real gay and into dudes. And none of the dudes are really hot this season, but all the girls are fucking smoking. Like, she's like, us lesbians are like, whoa. And she agreed. Like, the women are all very, I'm going to bring, this is going to get to a point. The women are very pretty. And it's kind of like the way Lexi and especially Lexi really tells like the world's against her. And then you have Z who's riding back in this van. And Malia's just kind of like, oh, you're adopted. And they're talking about this. And he's like. Well, yeah, my mother died when I was three, and that's why my parents adopted me because she was she worked for them. She was, yeah, she was uh, she was kind of a housekeeper. But you yeah. hear this story of what he went through as a child, and he's still so happy, and he's still someone who's still trying to be a good person in the world. And David just says kind of what we all think. He just kind of hugs him and says, Aww. "You're a fucking diamond." They, the deck crew. I will say the deck crew supports each other it was more really than touching. any deck crew, this, this deck crew more than, and maybe that, maybe that'll change, but this deck crew is really working well together. It literally, he said that. And then Lexi literally just is like, I'm Satan. I'm Satan now. <laughs> and I'm and, just like, what? And she kind of enjoys it. Well, Katie, this is what gets fucked. And Katie, God bless her. She even kind of sits up in the front with Lexi. And she was like, she says kind of, she says to camera, she's like, you know, I didn't realize that Courtney and Lexi are both going through this. It's good for me to know. I want to know what my crew is going through. Yeah. Katie was trying I to help be very them. supportive of Lexi. She's like, I'm right. sorry if I've been, that's really a hard thing you're going to. And she's like, it's okay. I just want to get in the hot tub. So the next thing for some reason, it's kind of like crosstalk. I think this is with Malia. Um, Lexi says, it's fine. Like, I have a life to go back to. I live in an $8,000 high rise in Miami. You know what? I think a better way to do this, y'all, there's a lot of fighting in the hot tub. We're just going to say, and we'll they, talk is, about it. Yeah, they're now at the hot tub. Yeah. But um, we have, we, we have a, I think, it, do you think it's time? I think it's time. It's time for, is this our first? This is our first Below Deck Theater. Here we go. Make a sea chanting. No, I was making the masterpiece theme into a sea chanty because that's what I do. Oh, it wasn't clear. Let's just do this. Just lead me to do the work. <laughs> Honestly. Y'all, All right, Poodle, here we go. Who are you going to be playing the role of? I'm going to be playing, playing the role of Courtney uh, in the hot I'm going to be playing the role of Lexi. And we need a preface. This is 
very, 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 very drunk Courtney and very, very, very drunk and belligerent Lexi. Um, and then the other the other characters we will speak to, but they will not speak back. They will not speak back. Mm-hmm. And scene. Cardi, pour me some more champagne. I'm, more I'm so yeah. glad I'm here. I'm so I, drunk. No, but, don't. Don't don't drop it in the in the tub. What, it, I you, yeah, know, yeah, you nips out. You nips what, out. What, like, you know what? I yeah. just am t- I think I I just you know, I live in Miami. You know that, right? I got an eight yeah, I've eight heard thousand you, dollar you high it. rise. You it's eight thousand dollars. You said Did that. You hear you, me? You, I bet it's so nice. You nips out. I told Malia that again. earlier in our room. I Honey, told Malia, you nips I said out. I live in oh it is oh, you sorry, nipples out. left you nips out. It, I told Malia, and she didn't care, you know, because she's a two-fan. <laughs> I am certain. No, don't say that. Don't. <laughs> hey, why don't, why don't you just okay, grow? Why don't you just grow? Why don't you just grow horns and a tail? Sorry, it's just it's like a, a re, it's like a reflux thing. It just hey, kind of makes me angry. Oh. Nips out again. Sorry, sorry, yeah. sorry. I don't. Nips out. This is just a bunch of two-faced. I. I'm a pageant I, queen. You oh, don't understand. I'm so sorry your father I, died. You I once, I was, I know I was the prettiest. I know I was the prettiest for Miss Clearwater, Florida. And this <laughs> woman who was the granddaughter of Doris Roberts told me I looked. Don't look, know who that is. She told me I look pudgy. Hey, you nips that again. Oh. Sorry, no, both, both of them are now. Really? Are. You never, you yeah, never cl- watched Everybody Loves bit. Raymond? I love that shit. Not, not oh. familiar with that. Right. Close a little bit about it. Don't touch my breast. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. It's better now. And scene. scene. Y'all, <laughs> this was a spectacle. Her... Her nips were flying around that pool. Poor Courtney. Court, poor Courtney. Poor Kurt, Courtney was just trying to keep him in. And Courtney was drunk off her butt, too, and just kind of crying into her glass of rosé. It's It started even when they were getting ready. She's already coming at Malia. That's, she was, yeah. that's where she brought up, like, Malia, I live in an $8,000 con. I don't have time for this. No one. She, basically, Lexi is that person. And Mates used the same way. Y'all, quote, no one understands them. Oof. No one's going to understand them because they're so unique and so special that no one can have an experience like yeah. this. Is This is what happens when people have no empathy. Did you see when Lexi started being a bully to both to all the men who she basically thinks she could they could never have her? But yeah. like someone like David, she's like, quit being a kiss ass because David whispers to Malia. You know, is it important to you that we be coworkers? And 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 she's like, that's a hard thing to answer. And Lexi's like trying to like, David, like, you're such a kiss ass. Such Just a kiss. Stop being a suck up. And finally, Lloyd is like, Lexi, shut the fuck up. And yeah. she's like, she's like, Lloyd, Boo. you're a pussy. And then and, and Courtney is, thinks she's playing around and like Courtney gets with right. and they think they're kind of like wrestling with Lloyd Dude, and stuff. You know what's interesting? No. And then so Lexi kind of like puts her body and her boobs on Lloyd. And I was yeah. like, this is the same thing Matthew was doing, talking yeah. about being inappropriate with sex and using it to manipulate and make people uncomfortable. It almost makes she's me- doing the same thing. People that are using sex that way overtly often have some type of sexual trauma. Yeah. So she, you so guys, normal. Yeah. she, of course, Lloyd is like, yeah, I'm really uncomfortable. 
And so Lloyd gets out because he doesn't really know how to think after that. She calls him a pussy. I I think Lloyd is the least drunk, too. Yeah. No, I don't think he's had a lot to drink. So, yeah, so Lloyd leaves, and they tell us later, we didn't see this, apparently she made Lloyd cry. Oh. No, did you, Malia, say that later? And she's like, she made Lloyd cry, and we didn't even see it, because... Don't make my Lloyd cry! I love him! So, it, and Malia's just kind of, this is what, come at me, sorry, I haven't seen past seasons, but this is what I like right now about Malia, She's just kind of watching. No, you're right. This is she's the just, this is the thing. She's she all she's stoking those flames in that in that hot tub. She knows what to do. Malia went. has already targeted Lexi on the first day. But here's the deal, Lexi. Malia's never has. Malia done will be. Malia will Lexi. be a really good captain one day. I'm saying this now. Well, Malia hasn't done anything to Lexi, which is ironic because then <clears> Lex. <throat> this is what Lexi does, y'all. You think she's your friend. She does this later on to Courtney. Then she totally turns on you and says you're against her. She looks right at Lloyd Lee's and she says, you're being a fucking deckhand right now. Yep. And that's when Malia says. What's wrong with the deckhand? What's wrong with the deckhand? Um, Yeah. And then Lexi says, get over it. (laughs) I'm not kissing your ass. This is when Malia told. You nips out. That's out. when no. This is when Malia said, "She's out of here." Yep. I'm if 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 she's not gonna if Captain Sandy's gonna do, I'm gonna do my damnedest to when get her out. She goes to Katie and she's like, "She's being a bitch." She made yep. Lloyd cry and Katie because Katie had left. Yeah, and so Katie comes back. She's like, "What's going on?" And she, Lexi's yelling. Della, David's telling her to shut up. She's calling everyone fake. Katie now is yelling at her to shut the fuck up and right. let her talk. Lexi then looks at Katie and says, you're a fucking bitch to me. Right. And then Lexi's like, you want to be a bitch? I can be a bitch. <laughs> Sorry, Lori. I'm fine now. I'm fine. And then literally she said that and Courtney went, you nips out. <laughs> nips out again. You nips out you again. nips out again. Um, but anyway, then she's screaming at Malia and says, you're a fucking bosun. There's this weird, like, class thing she's got. It's I, it's very upsetting. I don't know if, like, I don't know what her story is. Like, I, I don't know what her life was like. I don't know if, like, where, where is she from? Is she from the South? Uh, Bahamas. Lexi's from the Bahamas. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what that, col- I just don't know where she, if it's a, If it's a colonial uh, colonialization thing, that I don't know where this comes from. Where she feels like I just think she's an asshole. I think so too. I'm trying to be empathetic and like, Mm -mm. oh, you know, she's a woman, but she's just so you you can't even see why she's triggered anymore by things. So the basically Z comforts Courtney because he is she's still thinking about her dad. And David comforts Malia by kind of going up there and says, "There's yeah, a million after, people in the world." Yeah, it's all this after. This is it. after Malia said, or Lexi yelled at yelled at Katie and said, "You're fucking failing at your job. You're Fuck fucking, off, bitch. Yeah. You're failing." And Malia Y'all, actually that says, would have been an immediate dismissal. Normally, Malia actually said, "She's a shit human." Yeah. So, so both you of say them are that upset. line with David. David says, says really "There are a million shit people in the world, and you're not one of them." If David said that to me, I'd be like, blah, 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 let's make out. 
You just went and bent, bent over. And so, yeah. Yep. So, Z- Courtney is really crying about her dad. She's like, there's just so much shit going on. And da-da-da. And Z comforts her. And they kind of have this very tender moment. We think that's the end. However, everyone's eating because they always do. They always drunk eat. Yes. Yeah, so it's 1230 and they're drunk eating. And David and they're they're talking about Z being some kind of pimp at at in, in Miami. And Lexi walks in, still drunk, goes, David, you're so whack. Again, that's what – now notice. Think about what Lexi's done. She's single-handedly – just she bullying feels like people. So much shit. She hates herself so much that she single handedly is making sure everyone else hates her because mm-hmm. that's a part of her that feels right. alive and normal. Yeah. Because she's done it first. She did it with Lloyd. She hasn't really done it with Z yet, but she did it with Kate. Just like, wait. Everybody. Yeah. She hasn't done it with Z yet, but notice the pattern. She's taking everyone down. So that way, everyone's against her. So then, you guys, he Z gets involved. So don't talk like this. Why aren't you doing this? And she's like, "Get your take African. your Africans ass and fuck off." Now, y'all, just because she's a black woman doesn't mean she just said something really fucking racist. To yeah, him. yeah. Well, she definitely, even if she was trying to say culturally, it sounded super racist. The way she said it to me sounded really racist. And I think it was, it was not, it was by design we put that scene last. Y'all, let's be honest, Lexi is not long for this boat. We called it, we called, we said Matt and Lexi both. And by the way, y'all, no one knows that Maytu is gone yet. <laughs> That's like, right. This all happened and no one knows the chef left the fucking ship. Wow, this season. <laughs> it's this like season. when, it, it reminds me of like when you go, Oh wait, Britney's still Britney's married. Still married. <laughs> <laughs> From ninety day fiance, um, this show is the show. so good, so good. I'm so glad I finally got you to recap this. Thank you, Poodle. <laughs> Thank you so much for finally doing this for me. <laughs> Y'all, that's the show. You can go to realitygatespodcast.com. Um, I'm telling you now. Whenever we run out of Naughty Day Fiance, if you don't think we're doing past seasons of Below Deck oh, I, at our I Patreon, agree. I think that that was always my plan. Doing, don't fight. Oh, it on your plan now. Your plan. You know. I love it how we talked about this, and you're mm-hmm. you're bringing it up like it's what? the first time we've ever heard about it. I am the Lord Lucifer right now. Don't talk to me like that. <laughs> it's amazing how that sounds sorry. a little dildo swaggy. <laughs> so, sorry, y'all. Um, you can come at us on Reality Gaze Podcast on our Instagram. You can see our memes. I we haven't. This hasn't been dropped yet, but as we're recording, obviously, I'm pretty sure there's going to be a below deck meme. I'm pretty sure Sissy Christine is going to. So anyway, y'all, we would appreciate that if you could leave five star reviews. If you don't know what else to say, just say. Keep going, Queens. Y'all, we still don't really have a shine off. I think until next time, anchors again.
Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.